telling you, we have three Let's listeners go. on YouTube. Yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> Welcome to Philosophia, where knowledge is our passion. Join Trevor and Alfredo as they explore a range of topics ranging from religion to technology to science. Get ready for thought-provoking discussions and a journey of learning. This is Philosophia. All right, Alfredo, what did you think about that piece of text I just read? You know, the way you read it, it makes it even better. I'm reading it. It's like, wait a minute. It sounds like what I'm... Wait, it is what I'm reading. I love it. It is. Uh, I did not write that. Oh, AI? That was written by AI. That's an AI intro. Dude, it's taken off quick. um, I've been kind of dismissive of this chat GPT thing. Okay. But I was like, it's this new, it's like the new, people are saying it's the new internet. Like it's going to revolutionize the world just like the internet did. It's this computer you can talk to and it will do stuff for you. You can ask it to write a paper. You can ask it to write a script. You can ask it to code a website and say, I don't like it like that. Yeah. So like, let me give you an example. I say, Hey, I say to (laughs) it in the top, I need a podcast intro script about 10 seconds long. What do you need from me? Name, brief description, host name, any what? special theme. So I, I give it one, two sentences. It says, here's uh-huh. a 10-second script. And I was it, just joking. Actually, you used AI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And then I said, this is good, but I want to modify the last sentence. Can you modify the last sentence to reflect the breadth of topics we covered? Boom. It's, it's instant. I'll show it to you in a second. I don't like la- the last sentence. Please modify. That <laughs> modifies it. It's too long. Can you remove a sentence but keep the same message? Boom. Add the what? names of the co-hosts. Boom. That's it. And that's... So think of something you want to ask. I mean, you, we could ask it to write the introductory paragraph of your paper. We could ask yeah. it... Yeah. No way. Yeah. You could ask it to write lyrics to a song. It's going to say, well, what style, what tempo, what... That's crazy. You can ask it questions about people. You can get in arguments with it. I got in, in an argument about aging research with it earlier. Um, and what did it say? Well, <clears throat> I wrote, I asked it, I said, what specific molecular pathways do you believe are involved with life sp- lifestyle-derived lifespan extension? And so it gives me all of the correct ones. IGF insulin signaling, mTOR, mm-hmm. sirtuins, inflammation, but it mentions resveratrol. Oh, which is kind of controversial. And I, so it, I say, it is. I say, is it, it is necess- like a, oh, go ahead. Uh, it is not controversial when it's in wine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree with that. French wine, especially. Mm. I say, is it not necessary for you to cite your sources when you give me this information? And it says, yes, it's always good practice, but this is common knowledge, not taken from any specific piece of literature. So I say, it's not common knowledge. Resveratrol was popularized by David Sinclair and has been mm-hmm. criticized by many people, you're reporting it as common knowledge. And it says, yes, it's right. It's true that resveratrol oh, wow. has been the subject of, you know, much research. Some studies it suggest... It apologized? Yeah. And it says, a lot of the evidence is in mice, and mice evidence doesn't necessarily translate to humans. So all the real critiques, right? What? And I'm like, man, that's impressive. How do you rank the validity of your sources if you find two right. papers with different findings? And it, get, it tells me, well, I look at the study design... I see, you know, were high what? scientific standards employed? Where was a control used? Was the sample size large enough? Um, conflicts of interest, uh, the level of disagreement in the field. It's just, it's this wild. Amazing. It's wild. Yeah. How how? What's the turnaround? Like for instance, when you ask something, when did you get the reply? Th- immediately. Think of a question. 
No way. Yeah. My, my wife is selling, she's trying to sell these purses she has online. And she mm-hmm. says, Hey, give me, you know, a 30 second script to convince someone to spend $600 on a Louis Vuitton bag. So let's, so that's what we'll ask it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. give me a 30 second pitch that I can use to convince someone to buy a $600. I'm, I have a typo, but it can usually handle a lot of typos. A $600 Louis. Oh man. How do you spell Vuitton? I think like that. So give me a 30 second pitch that I can use to convince someone to buy. So I'm going to hit enter. Oh, that's wild. So I suggest focusing on highlighting the quality, craftsmanship, <laughs> attention to detail that goes into making it back. Number so it, one. It gives you an alternative, yeah. alternative uh, uh, response like, hey, this is how you can. Wow. So it gives me like five different things. Now, this is a different answer than it gave me earlier. Earlier, it actually gave me a 30-second script. So something about the way I asked the question, um, I it, it didn't like. Maybe because I used the word convince, but... Uh, can you help me write an introductory paragraph for a scientific manuscript I am writing? Sure. I'd be happy to help you write an introductory paragraph, blah, blah, blah. Please provide some background information, your hypothesis. Oh no. The research. So, and it will just spit it out immediately (laughs) and it's surprisingly good. And then you can say, Hey, you know, can you add some more wow. jargon, like like scientific words, like X Y Z? Can you change the style to be a lower level of understanding or higher? You can you can just talk to it for hours. I can see why people are losing their minds. Yeah, and what's crazy and, and, is and, and, now and, they and, have. And, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say now they have AI video, so they can have a person reading an AI generated script that looks like a real human being. That is amazing. So a lot of, a lot of videos on YouTube right now are completely computer generated. That's, that's, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I've seen paintings. In fact, one of the paintings, they had a competition somewhere a few months ago and the, the rendition that the AI did won the competition, of course, over humans. Um, and everyone was not happy about that, but it can do a lot of things. Wow. Yeah, but this is well. nice. There's a lot of this arguments cool. about, um, you know, this is pulling this information from somewhere and presenting it as its own. So, you know, what are the plagiarism aspects of this? Um, right. You know, that sort of thing. But same with art because it's pulling pieces of art that it finds from the internet and merging them. So same with music, you can do AI generated music, but Um, anyway, so that was a long aside to explain where that intro came from that I'll probably never read again. (laughs) And welcome to hopefully our one or two, maybe new listeners from Grimerica. And I already received a Instagram message that I think highlights a problem though with our podcast, which is they're like, Hey, there's 12 different Philo Sophia podcasts. (laughs) So how do we, you know, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. when I registered this name, there was only one other one and it hadn't posted in a year. 
but now it there took, are it took several. That long? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now there are many. So at this point, are we going to stay OG or? I think we stay OG and just. I think so. Have to. It, it It's two words. I made it two words. And mm-hmm. if you actually type it in as two words, we pop up first. Okay. But without without a hyphen, just two separate right, words. Right, just Philo, Sophia. So I'll Perfect. just have to clarify that, I guess. But yeah, man. So um, that's, that's good. Where ha- can I find your interview from? Well, you just said it, I think. Yeah, you just you can go to the podcast app and search Grimerica. I have I can't listen to it. I uh, no? I, I listened to the intro, which they talked what? about some crazy stuff in the intro that. Uh, Why can't you listen to it? I just, I don't know. You know, this, you hear the sound of your voice and you're like, oh. And then since I was on, I've been thinking about like, oh, I, I wish I wouldn't have said it that way. Like you have all these things you want to talk about, but then mm-hmm. just in the natural flow of conversation, you, you kind of say things backwards or you're missing context and you're like, oh, I, I just don't want to listen. But <laughs> so, but I've gotten some nice but messages you, and stuff. But you, so. listen to our, you listen to ours though, yeah. I can listen to ours, yeah. I don't know why it doesn't bother me as much. I guess it's like acting. A lot of actors, they don't really look at their own performances. Yeah. Um, they, they, yeah, they just hate it. Or singing, too. A lot of uh, musicians, they don't, they don't care. It's like just at that moment, and that's it. Bye. Yeah, exactly. I, I, we're a lot more relaxed here than I was then, too. So Plus, we know I'm each probably, other for so long. Yeah. I'm probably more myself here, so I don't mind listening to myself be myself, but listening to myself be trying to be an expert, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure, trying but. to be an expert. We're an expert, but this is not what this uh, podcast is. Yeah. Wow. I heard you had a crazy which day is today. Cool. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I, I, I think the fact that we can talk about things that are not our expertise, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's good. Cause the other stuff will get, uh, we're supposed to be the expert. Yeah. Content. It's l- it's that. low risk. Are. I think it's pretty clear that we're out of our depths here. But this here, is not so. what it's all about. This is where yeah. you take your sandals off, right? You lean back, relax, and just play with thoughts. It's uh, it's kind of therapeutic. I think it's probably more for me than any desire to build a huge audience or anything. Although that would be cool. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, got, it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's fun. Not a like huge sound of our voice, yeah. you know, but you know, it comes responsibility and yeah. What would be cool would be to have some interesting guests and meet people that way. We we have yes. two lined up. You have one lined up potentially. So tomorrow we're interviewing my friend who I think we're going to call Anonymous Al. Anonymous A L. Uh like because we might be talking about some <laughs> some topics that are a little, he may not necessarily want people to know that he believes. Okay. You know, that we've mentioned it already, but flat earth space is fake. The age of the earth. Um, That'll be a cool idea to people show up with their thoughts and not necessarily expose themselves. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can certainly take more risks that way with your ideas, you know, if you're anonymous. So, and then I'd like to right. get my he he's my dad's best friend from when they were kids and mm. he's led in my opinion one of the more interesting lives um of many of the you know 
I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that I know well who's had a more interesting set of life experiences. So he might probably will come on the the week after, unless you have someone you want to put in there. He um no mm-hmm. he he has uh, a four hundred acre ranch out in the middle of nowhere that's a hot springs resort that people fly into. He's got a big runway. Nice. And uh, every room has like a private mineral tub of water that bubbles up out of the ground and amazing night watching because there's no civilization around. And he's seen, you know, UFOs. He's been interviewed by Coast to Coast, which is like this old... Have you heard of it, Coast to Coast? Mm -hmm. It's, you know... uh, uh, this is old, like super natural paranormal type of radio show. And mm-hmm. he uh, gets grants from the state to build like geothermal power plants on his property. He's done a lot of cool stuff. So, um, oh, wow. so, and he's, he's been all over India and all those areas. He's very interested into Eastern tradition and he's, you know, very um, deeply religious and Christian so uh, it has a lot of interesting perspectives. So that'll be two weeks from now. Oh, that sounds fun. He sounds like a perfect guest. I guess not two weeks, eight days. It'll be eight days from now. And then tomorrow will be, I'm not sure if yeah. it will be a flat earth debate because my friend's kind of unsure if he really wants to be the flat earth, but it'll be something along those lines. So Yeah, whatever he feels like sharing with us, that'll, that'll be great. I wonder if the it's he's your friend? the one Tomorrow, yeah. Ne- ne- how about the next week? It's actually my, I mean, he is my friend. I've always called him my uncle, but he's actually my dad's friend. We'll call him your uncle. Yeah. We'll call him Deal. <laughs> yeah. That's deal. fine. We'll be th- I wonder if he's going to see the green comet that's in the night sky right I, now. If he's in a location that can see it, he'll see it because it's very, very dark in his area. Dude, that's nice. We're supposed to be watching it in the Northern Hemisphere. Be able to watch it in the Northern Hemisphere, actually. It's uh, okay. Then it's honestly a place I would recommend any anyone going to. It's called Surprise Valley Hot Springs, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's like not the Ritz, you know, but it's really nice. It's like every room is custom. It's got natural healing waters that you can soak in all day. Can it's, you remind me of the state? It's in Where California. It? Yeah, here in Cali. Yeah, northern uh, central. It's like on the Nevada Oregon California border. So there. top right. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Hey, there's there's magic happening up there. He sees all, all kind of crazy like test aircraft and stuff that <laughs> coming from Nevada, awesome. you know, That's and awesome. uh, surrounded by dry lake beds. So they do land speed records oh, nice. out there. Yeah, it's really cool. So isn't that where we have the uh, sequoia trees, like one of the oldest trees? One of the May- biggest maybe up, up there. I yeah. think he's above okay. that. I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm above sure. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I thought it'd be cool, but tonight. I think we're talking about Lilith. Is that correct? Are we, Trevor? I don't know. That's 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 a that's a tough one. Let me that's a tough one. Let's ask Chat GPT what it thinks about Lilith. Let's do it. Who is Lilith from would you call it Jewish folklore? Mm-hmm. Or or yeah, uh-huh. or myth. Because she's not really in the Bible, right? Or is she? Cor- okay. Correct. There it is. Okay, I'll read it. So <laughs> oh boy, it's it's getting pretty long here. Oh, it's going to get longer. So you know who's really worried about this particular piece of software is Google. Because in a lot of ways, it's better than a search engine. Um, 
It, but anyway, so Lilith is a figure in Jewish folklore. She is mentioned in a number of ancient Jewish texts and is often described as a female demon or monster. Yikes. According to some interpretations, Lilith, Lilith was created at the same time as Adam and was his first wife. However, you go. she was cast out of the Garden of Eden because she refused to submit to Adam and instead sought independence. In later Jewish folklore, Lilith became associated with evil and was depicted as a seductress who preyed on newborn infants and caused harm to pregnant women. The character of Lilith has been interpreted and reinterpreted over the centuries and remains a subject of fascination in both religious and secular contexts. Mm-hmm. How did ChatGPT do? Really good for such a broad um, concept. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, really, really good. I can see what you gather information from a lot of different sources and then just synthesize everything. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of suspect that's really all it does, is it? Kind of does its own little Google search and then mashes it all but together. The sp- but the speed mm-hmm. and at, at the way it writes and the way it conveys the ideas is like, I wonder if it knows who it is talking to. I don't know what to call it, he or she. You know what I'm saying? You, I've had some of those conversations with it. It's kind of interesting. Well, let's just do it. Um, what's cool about it is it remembers your, your conversation. So you can, you know, reference earlier things like I I can say, is she actually, is it it because you log in, like you created an account? Oh, okay. Like I just typed, I just typed, is she actually mentioned in the Bible? It's going to say no, just Jewish. Lilith is not mentioned in the Bible. Her origin is a figure. Although I have read, she is mentioned once in Isaiah, but Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But not under that same name. It's she she's called the Lilith and it's some type of creature or something. But okay, her origin yeah. as a figure in Jewish folklore predates the canonization of the Hebrew Bible and is not a part of official scripture. She appears in a number of extra biblical texts, including the Babylonian Talmud, the alphabet of Ben Sarah, and various yeah. Midrashic works. Despite her absence from the Bible, she's become an enduring figure in Jewish folklore. And blah, 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 blah. Kabbalah. uh, Everywhere. She's everywhere. A lot of religions are based on her, like the goddess, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah, since the beginning of time. Basically, she was version, uh, Eve version one. And she did not submit to, uh, well, exactly what it says here, to Adam's control. And so she's what was casted and Adam was kept in the garden. I was reading that there's like some controversy controversy that um, there's a woman mentioned early in Genesis that isn't mentioned by the name of Eve specifically. Mm -hmm. And then Eve is mentioned later. And Mm -hmm. so the, the current interpretation is that, well, they're both referring to Eve, but people who, think that Lilith was at some point a part of the broader scope of biblical text. think that it's actually referring to Lilith, like you're saying, and she was cast out and three angels were sent to bring her back or something like that. Right, right. Imagine, though, talking talking stuff like this to uh, to uh, uh, someone who follows the Torah or the Bible to the letter. Would it, it it would not go over well, I assume. No, yeah, it, it's yeah. 
It's interesting though. I mean, what's out there? Yeah, it is. I I don't know what to make of that, you know, because it's all we there was all of these texts and they got kind of mm-hmm. filtered down into, mm-hmm. you know, the current version of the Bible. So it's like who's to say these other texts? I mean, they all kind of came from the same body of of work, of of story, of folklore, of sc- right. scriptures, you know. So mm-hmm. what <laughs> What is it about that process? I mean, is that process supposed to be like that selection supposed to be what makes it the word of God? Like somehow that selection process is actually how the word of God. Yeah. You, the, well, that's where you take the leap of faith. Gotcha. Yeah. That's where you take the leap of faith and it, it, it was designed this way and it was designed this way. Right. Yeah. And so it's the living word of God. God and what we have right now is uh, what we believe in. And so, and it's funny, it's interesting, not funny, but interesting how even in the Bible says that that's, it says this, that no one should uh, take a little period or add something to the word. Otherwise, that'll be like a really mm. bad thing to do. Yeah. Um, because it was designed this way. That's interesting. Kind of interesting stuff. Yeah, kind of interesting stuff. It's just you know when I saw that, and I then I saw the you know Babylon, and what they believe in, and uh, all this uh, new religions based on her, and how we, you know, basically, I don't want to say this, but she was the first rebel mm. against the conventional design. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if that ended well with her, but if if you go that route, and she would, she was casted, but then again, I've heard also that it was the the Bible was basically well the first five books it's male oriented. Mm. That's why it was yeah. written that way. I was reading that a lot of feminist movements have kind of tried to re sort of reimagine Lilith as like the first feminist, you know, <laughs> because she didn't want to be controlled by Adam. Um, right. it's kind of interesting. And, and I guess the whole, that whole story is that they were both created from the same thing. Whereas, you know, Eve wasn't, she was created from that Adam. That is correct. And then he says right there to help him or assist him. Right. Literally says that. Huh? Yeah. As soon as she, and, and then God doesn't, mentioned by her name at all just this is adam do whatever you want with her you name her i mean he was naming everyone every everything else you know yeah and so it doesn't yeah it says take this as a woman because it came out of a man but god never gave her the name eve he was adam yeah i can certainly see why you know, as a woman, you might read that and be like, oh, I don't know oh, how yeah, I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. And and we love women. God knows. We don't want all men in this earth. It'll be oh my not gosh. good news. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds awful. Oh, no, yeah. Take me away. I want to go to Mars. So but, uh, yeah. if, if, you know, like you're saying, like that would be really taboo to bring that this story up with someone who's, you know, really... It's a good conversation starter. And remember, discussions and talks like this really helps the person listening to it to read more, right? Yeah. Like if you know your your faith and your core, then just read a little bit more. And then then that's that. 
are things It'll, like it should affirm your faith more. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Are things like the book of Enoch kind of viewed the same way? Like same that? way, same, anything that is not in the Bible. In fact, uh, if you, uh, people who read the ca- Bible for, uh, from Catholicism, the Catholic Bible, they're going to say that the Protestant Bible that you and I know, it's not the real Bible. Hmm. You see? So, and they have book. It, it has, that Bible has books that is not in your conventional Bible. Like on the King James or NIV or any of those, it's they have like their own Bible with their own books, actually. It's uh, yeah, that's it's just interesting. I, I mean, it's just seems like which like, reality do you want to follow? Yeah, right? exactly. Let, let me conf- yeah confirmation bias, right? Hey, it's not in this Bible, but I mean, it's really just based on. I mean, this is true, I guess, of a lot of different religions, but it's kind of just based on where you were born and who you were born to. Yeah, yeah. And that's the a, thing is that there are a lot of variations of our Christian Bible, but if you look at ancient manuscripts from China or any other like um, culture, that they, they don't have a lot of variations. Like it's been the same one, more consistent. Which yeah. I don't know if that means anything, but uh, you know, <clears throat> I was having a conversation with my friend, same friend who's coming tomorrow, about he he was kind of like upset about this temp. Uh, not temple structure, this group of structures that they're building in Abu Dhabi. And it was called, it's called the Abrahamic something, Abrahamic mm-hmm. accords temple. I don't know. Um, and it's a, it's a mosque. It's a synagogue and a Christian oh, church. Yeah, I've seen it. All it's next everything to like co- coexist. Right. And he, and I kind of, to be fair, I kind of knew he was upset about it, but I acted like I didn't get it. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And he's like, no, this oh, is, nice. this is satanic. And I'm like, oh man. Oh, I just, okay. I, so anything that is not from God is satanic. Well, it's like, is that what I'm hearing? Well, yeah, it was ba- basically that inclu- inclusivity is satanic. And like, I, I kind of get extreme inclusivity, right? is not necessarily good. Like that's a problem we have in our culture, but it's just something, there's something about that, whether or not you're doing something satanic is based on the parents you were born to, right? Because if you're born to Muslim parents, you're probably going to be Muslim, right? right? Uh, not always, there's lots of exceptions, but you're born to Christian parents. You're probably going to be a Christian. You're probably not going to be Buddhist. Although I guess that happens, you know? So I'm like, man, that seems like a kind of arbitrary, thing to all of a sudden now, okay, three quarters of the world is actively satanic. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I'm not sure how I, that seems like a tough thing for Christians probably to reconcile. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. half of the earth is doomed to, to hell. And it is primarily just based on where they were born. Mostly. I mean, is the idea that they should kind of come to, the the truth or we really don't know do we no one really knows that's kind of my issue with it is like man that's a that's a hard stance like that's a serious stance to take man like i don't have a red phone right next in my office that can talk to god and he's gonna answer me back it's like yep yep they're they're screwed (laughs) (laughs) i don't have that so it's really open to interpretation yeah, and uh, it all it will all come down to faith and and your connection with with God, personal connection, really. And so, I, again, affirmation on your faith, you know, and 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 be willing to listen to other people. I mean, 
didn't Jesus do that? Right. Yeah. And so I, I said something that I don't think went over super well, but I was just like, who's to say we're not all worshiping the same thing, you know, and that all these different faiths are just different human interpretations of this. And the thing is people are even saying that now about like UFOs and, um, you know, like paranormal things like, uh, like, and they're even extending this kind of phenomenon of, UFO encounters to like, this is what ancient myths were about, like fairies. Can, and But stuff. I can see how your friend can see it as a satanic, sorry to interrupt, as 100%. satanic, because yeah. we have to go back to Genesis again. And the first lie or the first words out of this entity's mouth were confusion, right? Who's? He didn't the, say the serpent? Or, Say Satan, the serpent. He didn't say, hey, look at this nice-looking apple or fruit from that tree. Nope. He just, the first thing he said, he went to the ear, right? And then he whispered, is it true? Like, instill confusion. You know, questioning God. Isn't that interesting? I mean, this isn't necessarily intended to be a religious podcast, but I I want to <laughs> I want to keep talking about this because I think it's interesting. So I feel no, like... it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Like, you have to... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, and I'm I'm kind of like an outsider looking in, wanting to learn more. Oh boy, sorry, people listening. My uh, podcast or my text messages alarm went off. Um, I feel like Adam had the advantage of God was there with him, telling him the right path, you know. And so I think was some, he though? I don't I don't know. I mean, that's I guess the interpretation, right? Uh, yeah. We don't know. I mean, otherwise, who? I mean, we want to assume that he was really close because he's like, yeah, there was no sin. And so this is just my my own lack of understanding, which I, I, I want to be fully like transparent about. So, I mean, is there parts of, in Genesis where God is talking to Adam? I assumed there was. Yes. So if we can, assuming we can interpret that as God actually telling Adam something, I mean, well, um, he told Adam, not Eve. He told Adam about not right. to eat from that from that tree. He didn't tell the woman. God didn't speak to the woman. Okay. So he went to Adam, and if you read carefully, that's exactly what he says. And he said, "This is you know the whole thing about not eating from that tree. This is why, right?" So and then you continue to read, and uh, where he falls asleep, and then I'm assuming it was Adam's responsibility to talk to Eve about that. And you can tell by the way Eve responded to the serpent's comment or question, because she said exactly what God said to Adam. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which means they probably had a conversation, Adam and Eve, about, hey, let's let's have fun, but don't eat from that one, you know. So, coming I, to your what your comment is like, yeah, they had an open communication. Seems like that's what it it reads. Well, and that's. That's the thing. It's like if you if you're this, oh man, I said we're kind of. I'm getting crazy here. I'm sorry, but if you are this sort of you know this all powerful force of the of you know you made the universe, you made everything, right, right. It seems like, um, you know, there's one group of humans on Earth who believe, uh, they they read the Quran, so so they are worshiping you, uh, but they don't believe that that Jesus was the son of God. 
And then, you know, there's this other group who, who does, and it's all based on kind of like the eyewitnesses and geography at the time, right. Thousands of years ago and how it's been passed down. So I, it's like, I don't really understand how there can be an expectation for everyone on earth to know what the right thing is because they haven't really been told or, or shown, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. That's tough. I I don't I don't have an answer. I'm just I'm just wondering. Like that seems we're just, like we're just thinking here. We don't have answers. Like that's a thinking. tough, you know, because <laughs> I try to put myself. I was asking my friend, like, do you think you would believe this if you were born in China or somewhere in Polynesia or right. you know India? That's a tough question because then you can ask, well, are they going to go to heaven? You know? Yeah. And that's like, man, if the answer is no, oh, that's a rough. So it's really just based on where you're born. I mean, man, that supposedly, and I don't know if this is in the Bible, but supposedly you're not going to be judged if you were never exposed to the truth, quote unquote. Really? Yeah, that's my concept on that. I either heard it somewhere or read it somewhere. Uh, but if someone can help us find that, that'd be great. But that's 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 yeah. Hmm. That's a concept. So you're not going to be judged for the things that you don't know. Like you don't know what you don't know. That's interesting. Right? Which then it conveys the idea that a lot of people will be safe based just on be good or be bad. Like, you know, the the morality of humans don't kill. The the universals, you know, don't kill, help your neighbor. Yeah. Be be nice. All that, that is free, you know, don't go into road rage. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) That's yeah. interesting. I mean, right. I think that's something that to most people just makes a little bit more, it's easier to, it's more palatable, you know? Exactly. Um, because it's like, well, I, you know, I have heard some people say like, well, you, you know, God is telling you the right thing to do. It's in the Bible, but it's like, well, there's, right. you never there's met a God, there's also a the Bible. Right. But, but even if you have, it's like, it, there's also a God in the Quran. And there's a God in the Old Testament. And so, depending on where you were born, you're, you might put more faith in that particular piece of it. Like, there's nothing, nothing's happened in your lifetime or your parents' lifetime or your grandparents' lifetime or your great-grandparents' lifetime to, to help you decide which of these is more true and than the, the other, right? Right. But they all come, it all comes down to love, right? I think so. It all so. comes down to, yeah, I mean... I think good gods. and evil are real things, man. And so... Um, right that's kind of the conversation I was having with him is like, I think there's a difference between someone who was born in a country and believes what their parents believe and is a good person and someone who was, let's say born here in America and is, you know, an actual Satan worshiper, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I think those are two different things. I think there's good and evil. I don't necessarily, Maybe that's just a more comfortable concept for me to wrap my head around. I, w- I wouldn't put those two people in the same category, I guess, is what I'm saying. And he, and he kind of was. He was saying, like, inclus- oh, inclusivity is satanic. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, okay. Uh, maybe that's he'll tough. describe it differently tomorrow. We'll see. But, but uh, yeah, that's, that's tough, you know. And it, yeah, yeah. There's already a set of beliefs that it's hard to. Uh, no flexibility. And that's yeah. okay, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, you just have to look at the outcomes. This is what I tell everyone. Just look at the outcomes. Is your life better with that set of belief system or no? 
Sure. Yeah. What's, what's the end result, right? Are your relationships okay? Is your wallet okay? You know, is your emotional capacity okay? Is your mental game okay? Right? With, with that set of belief system, or is it ruining your life? Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. health, right? Yeah. So what's the outcome? Yeah, definitely. I, I suspect that he would probably, like you were saying, he would probably feel that way about like Lilith. And I don't know about the giants necessarily because the giants are in the, in the Bible, which you told me. I also heard there's a book of giants in addition to a book of Enoch. I heard that on a podcast. I actually listened to an interview um, of this guy. He's an, a Knights Templar researcher. He's written 15 books and, uh, he had this idea that they actually pretty good. I mean, it's pretty solidly researched idea that the, the Romans and the Knights Templar were actually here in North America. Uh, you know, the Romans and the night and the what? Then the Knights Templar, like 1500 years before like Columbus was. And, um, that that's actually why Christopher Columbus put the Knights Templar flag on his ships was because they had good relationships with, the natives, apparently, uh, the native oh, that's Americans. Interesting. Yeah, it, w- sorry, fifteen hundred years is way too much. Too, it was more like a few hundred years. I think was the time. Anyway, mm-hmm. they have found a lot. I didn't realize how many giant skeletons have been found, but they're not like it's like eight feet Dude, a tall. A whole bunch. It's like eight feet tall, though. Like eight and a half feet tall. It's not. I mean, uh, they're not like ten or twelve feet. I get. I mean, I guess it's not a big yeah. difference. I don't but, know what happened to those. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to those giants. They they got washed out. Yeah, he had a lot of ideas <laughs> about that and stuff too, obviously, but I did, I thought that was I thought you okay. liked that, but Okay. He would actually be a good guest for the show. I might nice. I might try to email him. But Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and it, it, it see AI and and reading outside the box and this is the whole point of philosophy. Just different thinking trains of thought. Right, just different ideas. And what? I don't what, know. what do you think about AI from like a biblical perspective? What do you think about what? I'm sorry. AI from a religious perspective. I never really. I thought this was a joke. The whole AI movement. Me too. I've always um, thought that. And then, and then what Hawkins said about it, and then what Musk said about it, and all these. Um, people you know um you just have to be careful and it's it's taken off though because essentially what you want is to put ai into a a humanoid right a robot that seems to be the direction that's that's where we yeah and 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 the whole point is immortality once we reach that point we have reached mortality if you can transfer your memories into uh whether it's organic or not you can transfer all your memories onto Vibe, and you can basically live forever. Yeah, and how do you? What do you think about that from a religious perspective? It will uh, to be it will never happen. Okay, because we that's the whole reason that we have fallen. So that will make the devil, uh, basically, what he was saying is the truth, which we will live forever. You know, he says like, no, you're not going to die if you eat from that. So that's what I'm so, getting at. I mean, do you think that that sounds like something that could rise to the threshold of like the second oh, coming or end times? That's like, yeah, that, the, that no, seems like a all, red line, you know? Right. This is this is all what's pushing it forward. Transfer memories. 
Because what makes Trevor Trevor is your memories. Right. Right? It's not... They can clone you, but they won't be able to transfer your memories. So it won't be you. That's... Therefore, therefore you, won't, you, won't, you won't reach immortality. But if they can somehow organically transfer your memories just like we do right now with computers and put it into a new system, you can live forever, man. I have a lot of ideas about that. I don't know. Like it might be something that we just dedicate a whole episode to. But We have to. It's huge. I have a pretty good understanding of, it was one of my favorite things to teach, of nice. uh, neurophysiology, like at the actual sure. level of the neuron. And Look at the Neuralink, right? What yeah. What Musk is doing. Uh-huh. And these models are trained on what are called neural networks. So they kind of impersonate the brain, a certain aspect of the brain called integration, which I'll probably, maybe whenever we, just you and for I. Co- for cognition or motor control? All, everything. So. Oh. Um, Emotions and memory? Yeah. I, I mean, oh, that's, wow. so the, the purely scientific perspective on the brain is that it's just a, you know, it's layers of simplicity upon simplicity that turn upon into complexity. Simplicity. Right. And it's just a simple idea of integration. They're like switches or parameters. And this is what they built these models on that idea. And so I even asked it today. I'm not going to, but we won't get into a whole thing, but I want to try to ask it again. We can, we can finish with that. Do you see (laughs) any parallels between the integration of graded potentials in a neuron's cell body and their ability to trigger an action potential under the right set of stimuli. Do you see any, do you see any parallels between the integration of greater potentials, the, their ability to trigger and the neural network underlying your program. Wow. Let's see what it says. Yes, there are certainly parallels between the integration of graded potentials in a neuron cell body, action potential, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. In a neuron, graded potentials are signals that are generated by the activation of ion channels in the neuron's membrane. These potentials are integrated if they reach a certain threshold. This is all really accurate. They trigger an action potential, which is a much larger signal that propagates down the axon. Similarly, the neural network underlying my program processes information by integrating information from multiple sources, Mm -hmm. computations. Mm -hmm. Okay, so is a parameter a good analog for a synapse? Mm -hmm. A parameter, so a parameter is like, a variable. Mm-hmm. And so it says, yes, that's a mm-hmm. simple analogy for a synapse in some context. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a neural network, the parameters serve a similar role and they determine the strength of connections between neurons, flow of information, blah, 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 blah. So then here's the question. If a parameter is a synapse, how many parameters do you have? So it follows the prior conversation? Mm-hmm. Mm. Millions of parameters. Wow. Many millions. Oh, the many, exact many number is determined by the architecture of my neural network and the size of my training data set, among other factors. However, it is safe to say that I have a very large number of parameters. 
how many synapses in the average human brain? Mm -hmm. A hundred trillion. So then the question is, I think what's being argued Mm -hmm. is that, because right, there's this idea of the Turing test. We'll have to do a whole episode on this, but there's this idea of the Turing test and this guy, I don't know his first name, but his last name was Turing, basically said that we've reached artificial intelligence once Once we pass, once a computer can convince someone that it's real. That happens all the time and it's been going on for (laughs) years. So they've said like, well, that's not really a good test. Um, Right. Because you could be talking to people in a chat f- to fix your internet router and not realize it's a computer. Um, so they've said, well, we, we may never... So the question is, what's the difference between intelligence and consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's easy from a religious perspective. It's like, hey, you have a soul. You know, your soul is created by God. Um, scientists who don't believe that there is such a thing as a soul are starting to say that with enough complexity, with enough parameters, consciousness will be emerge. Will emerge. It's a consequence of a complex enough neural network. Can you have intelligence without consciousness, or can you have consciousness without intelligence? So, I yeah, I don't know. I guess it. I think you How can many have intelligence. Do you meet that are not intelligent, and then we need to define intelligence. Right. Right. So, so that's that's huge because intelligence can mean different things to different people. I mean, they're getting rid of the IQ test because that doesn't hold any water anymore. <laughs> right. So, the, I guess. So, I guess consciousness is the subjective experience of of me. Like, I, mm. I, I, I. This is something I feel it. Like, it's one of those things. Like, this thing can is happening to me. Yeah. I think we are AI, actually, and yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, this is... Uh, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm so glad you're saying that. I mean... Yeah. No, I think we're AI, and we're just version, I don't know, whatever version we are of humans, and we're an experiment, and God 100%. is an ultimate... Ar- yeah, 100%. God is an ultimate scientist and architect, and so we're just here to know what... It's good and what's evil, and see we're gonna pass that test. See, I feel I, think we're, I right. feel like that's self evident. Like if we yes. were if we're thinking machines that were created, then yes, of course right. we're artificial intelligence. You know what yes. I mean? Right. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of religious people who think that. There's a lot of atheists yeah. who think that. And so yeah, we're the, so limited. We're AI. We're so limited. The moment, listen, I think here's a Turing test. I think the moment we passed or we don't follow Newtonian laws then we have transcended. Yeah. Let me let me make one last point and then I want to talk about that. So the kind of the consensus in the AI community is that right now ChatGPT and there's much much more complex ones than ChatGPT. This is the uh, free one that anyone can access. I won't sleep tonight. Thank you, Trevor. This has 150 million parameters. I actually looked wow. that up earlier. So it, it said many millions, but it has 150 million. The only thing, this is what AI researchers believe, the only thing keeping this computational model from being sentient is the number of parameters. So at some point, at some point between 150 million and 100 trillion, which is almost incomprehensible gap, but that's us, that's a human, Mm -hmm. um, it will become, it'll become conscious, self-aware, sentient. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, I used to kind of laugh at that because I'm like, have you ever tried to use Siri? That's a joke. Like, um, 
<laughs> but the more you mess around with this, it's like, okay, this was actually built That's where on going. the same neural architecture as the human brain, it's, at least right. to the best of our understanding. Um, this has, I, I think, some very deep religious and moral uh, implications. Yeah, I highly recommend, because we're on the same subject, uh, watch Ex Machina. Oh, I just heard about that today. I heard it was a great movie. I've seen it like three times. I think the uh, screenplay, it's one of the best ones I've uh, I've uh, I've seen. I actually won an Oscar, but that, it's like that means anything nowadays. But uh, it's, it's very powerful. Um, great movie. And it talks exactly about this. The creators are the created beings are being creators and hmm. things like that and how it regenerates how we were created and we killed our creator and that tends to repeat in itself if you look at uh you know mainstream uh, uh movies i think movies are art not all but i appreciate art and so and that's one way to convey an idea so that's a good one trevor and another one it's called her oh i heard good about one. that yeah 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 great stuff that one looked uh, very frightening. It it wasn't. It makes you think. I've seen also that okay. twice. Great screenplay. And he talks about human emotion and what is human emotion and how can we and how AI can tap into and will tap into the human emotion and f make you fall in love with a and an AI, artificial intelligence. Okay. That's great. Yeah. So that's blowing my mind. And I want to tie this all back to something <laughs> you said I don't remember if it was last episode or the episode before. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so kind of, you could probably already tell from our talk today that I, I don't like to call things satanic, <laughs> you know, unless right. they seem evil, you know, cause to me, that's what Satanism means. It means evil. Mm -hmm. Um, when I think of the, when I think of that, I think of evil, I think that's a pretty reasonable thing, right. To associate mm -hmm. those two. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear, you know, just because they're building a, a Jewish synagogue next to a church that that's Satanism, I'm like, I don't, I mean, seems a little harsh, right? AI, like playing around with this thing, I'm like, okay, if you want to tell me that this is satanic, I probably won't argue with you <laughs> because you said to me last week or the week before that one of Lucifer's goals was to create life. And so now we live in a society where all of these powerful forces are trying to create artificial right. life. Right. And I don't think necessarily that Satan is a individual. It's a like a like a force or a feeling that lives within people, right? Yeah. And yeah, so the shadow. Yes. And so you have all these people working on this. Now, I don't personally like going down that rabbit hole because I think when you start demonizing real people, you know, who might start having real threats to their life and stuff, if you have, yeah, big which we already have for for since the beginning of time, demonizing right. people, but, right? But you know, most of these people are just programmers, you know, working for whoever that they're just trying to work. They're just trying to support their family, you know. So I don't want to call right. everyone involved with this satanic. However, no. I think this is a. It's easy to make a case that what this is turning into has some religious implications, some big religious implications. So I think it's just presenting you information though. I don't think it's making assumptions of any kind. This right, right? now, this I mean, no AI. Yeah. yeah. It's just giving you what it's out there already in us, 
yeah, synthetic. Yeah, clay. yeah. This is. I mean, this is not that big of a deal. But, but where you mean where are we going? Well, yeah. I mean, if we, if you and I, are artificial intelligence, which we are, we're created intelligent okay. beings, right? We were created. Yeah. So I, I guess that makes us yes. artificial. I mean, I guess it depends how you define right. artificial. But we were made. Yeah, we were we were created. We we did not create ourselves. Yeah. So we're intelligent, Absolutely. thinking, feeling machines that were made. And that's what yeah. we're now trying to do with this. We're trying to make yes. thinking, feeling machines. And, and I think we can, I'm sorry, Trevor. And no. I think we can probably, after our guests, we can talk about the difference between what you're saying, which is very powerful, well, or differentiating between Satan or Satanism, or Satanism and Luciferianism. Two oh, different I don't, I don't know anything about that, so you'll have to yeah, tell me. So Lucifer and Satan, two different concepts. Very important, though. Can you give me like a little bit of info about that because i'm gonna wonder until the next time i talk to you okay so there was a change in status right so lucifer was a created being as well an angel an, right an, an angel okay. a, a high high in the hierarchy of angels okay yeah and ezekiel mentions that i mean throughout the bible and isaiah also mentions that quite a bit and he was casted and so he, the name that he was giving here on earth is satan is the bad version of lucifer oh so, so lucifer, lucifer lucifer ceased to exist was before it became, okay right so anyone that you or anywhere that you read luciferian mm -hmm. they're trying to convey the idea of when satan was good or right next to god or talking to god oh interesting okay so AKA Prometheus, AKA Oris, AKA Ra, AKA, I mean, it's, it, he's known for, for hence the Olympics. Wow. I know. That's why we celebrate the Olympics. And we can go over that. That could, the, that could be a whole episode. And also, man, I really want to dive into the whole reptilian figure dispersing information concept oh, that you brought up. Man. That's 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 a tough one to swallow. I, I okay. want to know about that because um, that seems like again I'm kind of an outsider looking in, but someone with a pretty kind of traditional upbringing, I would think would look at that idea as being very problematic, right? Because it'll mess you up. A reptile is kind of a serpent type of figure, right? Yes. And so, yes. Um, okay. But it's undeniable that religions yeah. all over the world have that imagery. Uh, what? So, what does that mean? Are those the sons of God that we hear about in oh, no, that's Genesis? Lucifer. No, that's Lucifer. The that's reptile. A, yeah, that's a fallen angel. That's a, but that's the sons of God, right? Those are fallen angels. The fallen angels in Gen uh, yeah. in the first yeah. couple. Well, sons of God's created beings. Yeah, basically correct. They were destroyed because they're evil, right? I mean, that was the whole idea. The flesh part. Okay, but so okay, so but that's what I'm saying, like. <laughs> that kind of all ties that in together, like that whole ancient right. apocalypse idea, right? That all kind of, right. it all kind of right. speaks to this world that used to exist here. That mm -hmm. sounds really interesting. Oh yeah. They're, they had the, their stuff going on and then they, they, it all went bye-bye. Yeah. All right. I did it again where I talked almost this entire time. That, that no, wasn't my intention. Fine. I, I think we took, go, uh, we went over our time. Sorry, <laughs> I don't even guys. know what to, I don't even know what to title this. We've talked about so <laughs> Just let it, let it sink a little bit and then we'll title, <laughs> we'll choose a, t a cool title. But yeah, you know, I, I did not have high hopes for today's podcast because I've been in a rush and then talking to you is just, again, open up my mind. 
Thank you. This is a a topic that I think needs to be like a recurring topic on our show because this, this, there's something here, you know what I mean? This is more than just like NFTs or Mm -hmm. Ethereum. Like this is like, man, we're, we're knocking on the door of something, you know? And this, this is, this is being trained on relatively small data sets. When this thing gets unleashed on the internet, and can consume the entire internet, you know, it might take a month for it to do so. Mm-hmm. Or less. When it has that level of data, and when we can, you know, 10x, 100x the number of parameters, so now it's starting to look like a human brain, a human brain that has been educated on all the information in the world and doesn't have any limitations, like how fast it can read, um, it doesn't have any morals, Right. So it's very, it's very objective, but that could be problematic. Super. I, th- I think this is going to be kind of like the theme of we're in the, the frontier. Next yeah. We're in years. the frontier right now. Yes. Yes. We're in the, the frontier of that. So three movies, uh, Ex Machina, uh, Her, and one more, Transcendence with Johnny Depp. Oh, nice. What's that about? Uh, exactly your last words. Really? Is it is it like transhumanism? Like, is that what it means by transcendence? Yes, because yes. transhumanism is kind of considered to be like evil, right? It depends what glasses you're wearing. <laughs> okay, this is about a scientist who's trying to get there, and the scientist is Johnny Johnny Depp. Great okay. movie, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, if they, worth watching. If if there's these things that are like our eternal souls are on the line. I, I just wish we had like clear guidance. Well, it's the ultimate, that's the ultimate. Yeah. Well, no, but we people would say the Bible is the guidance, right? That, Cause then we won't have, we won't have freedom of choice. Yeah. But see. if you don't even really know it's good or bad, I mean, cause you could easily, it would not be I, difficult to view this as an incredibly positive thing that could save lives, cure disease. Well, true. True. But remember, uh, What's the kind of hat? Uh, what's his Doctor uh, actor's name? Yeah, Doctor Seuss. But uh, the the guy who played that. Uh, oh my god! Oh, I don't know. No, not Seth Meyers, but played who? The cat oh, in the so hat. Sorry, if someone is listening. Yeah, the guy who played Cat in the Hat. Oh man, I don't know. I'm so. Is sorry it Mike Myers? That. Mike Myers. Yeah. Like Mike Myers said, what Bible stands for? Remember? No. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. I like that. I like that. Hey, I mean, yeah, I'll take, yeah, that's, that's, this, this is all such interesting topics, man. So I'm happy that I have you. We can hash this stuff out. Likewise. And maybe we can, we'll start having these discussions with third parties so we can get some more insight, some more brain power. Um, I, you've been, you've been dropping some serious quotes. I have a quote for you and then we'll wrap up. Let's do it. I guess I should have remembered what the quote was before I said that. So, um, <laughs> some, some men see things how they are and ask why I dream things that never were and ask why not. Have you heard that? No. Who said that? Well, I heard it in a song and I thought, man, that is a good quote. You know, oh, that's powerful. some men see things as they are and ask why. I dream things that never were and ask why not. So I looked it up and uh, it's, it says John F. Kennedy and then later Robert F. Kennedy, but actually it was said way before that and it's relevant to our conversation. Mm-hmm. George Bernard Shaw, who I don't know very much about, I think he was a pretty not 
good guy. I, I don't know. I think he had some interesting ideas about the type of stuff we're talking about. I really don't know. I don't want to, I shouldn't have besmirched him, but that was said by a character in one of his stories. And that character was Lucifer. So that is kind of interesting because it sounds on its face. It sounds like such a pot. And I guess like you're saying, if it's Lucifer, maybe that was before he was evil, but um, I've never heard of that. I just consider that name. I think evil when I hear either name, but uh, you hear that. It seems like such a powerful message, but in the context Mm -hmm. of what we're talking about, AI dreaming things that are never possible and asking why not. And that type of sentiment came from, now, an imaginary character in this case named Lucifer. But anyway, man, we've got lots to unravel. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Do you have anything else yes. for us, Alfredo? Do you have anything know, else for us? Really good. Okay. Oh then, no, that was no for next uh, episode. For anything, sure. anything. For sure. Join us next time. Uh, our website is ourphilosophia.com. We're on Apple, Spotify. Uh, We are Philosophia, two words with a black and white logo. Although if you're here listening to my voice, you already figured that out. So I'm not sure how helpful that would be. That's right. That's right. All right, right, everybody. See you next time. Have a good one.